Hey guys, and welcome back to Zero Correlation. I'm Cheryl Chuvin, and I cannot believe that A, this is my fourth podcast. B, we are literally like three days away from a new decade, a new year. And C, that I actually finally let this be the year that I did this podcast. And I almost missed my opportunity because it was literally like a month shy of 2020, but I did it. And that's what's important. But today, I think it's really important that we talk about the disaster we call dating. And if you're married and listening to this and thinking, okay, I thought this was supposed to be relevant to everybody. What do I care about dating? I thank God don't have to date. Even if you're seriously dating someone or engaged or married, this is still relevant to you because you can like be thankful. You don't have to deal with all the awful thing most of us have to deal with because Dating is a disaster. Dating is horrible. And I really can only speak about dating in New York because that's what I experience. But I'm assuming that it's as horrible everywhere else as well. I don't think that New York's the only place where it's literally like a minefield. Like it's literally like you're trying constantly to avoid bombs. Like we are not trying to bump into this person that you don't want to see, but you're trying to meet new people. And it's really just a minefield of like, people and you're constantly trying to like make new friends and meet new people and whatever but it's really hard because dating is a disaster and I think the older you get and the longer you're dating it's not getting any easier or better it's literally getting worse dating is by far one of my least favorite things like sometimes when you're dating someone don't you wish you can kind of just get to like the middle point like yes the puppy love phase and the new and the exciting and the honeymoon phase, whatever they call it, is so nice and like cute and sweet, but like it's also really complicated. Am I saying the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? Are they gonna think I'm crazy? Am I gonna be judged by this? Are they gonna appreciate my humor? Oh, they didn't text me back. Like it's really the most confusing time and it's literally a disaster. So sometimes I really just wish like, I was in the middle where, you know, like, I don't know, two, three months in or even four months in and you're so comfortable with this person and you know they like you already. Yeah, people can obviously always break up, but like you're not worried about every word that comes out of your mouth and you're not worried about every text you send or you're not afraid to double text. Like it's literally going to be the year 2020 and people are still horrible to each other because like I said last week if you listened we are all assholes and we really like need to stop because we treat people horribly and dating is just worse like yeah friendships are hard and even people you meet on the street you should be nice to but dating is literally a disaster and I'm gonna explain to you why because there are so many reasons there are some new terms and things that I didn't even know existed But we're going to navigate all of those things because I think it's a topic that definitely needs to be talked about. Okay, we're back. So the four things that I want to talk about, like not things, I'm sorry, terms, and I'll explain each one, ghosting, zombieing, benching, and breadcrumbing. Some of them you may be like, oh, I've heard of those, but it's never happened to me. Or I know what that is. Literally, these things happen to everybody. And I don't understand why. And they're so horrible. Literally, 
the worst, but I'm going to read to you what the Urban Dictionary says for each one. Ghosting. When a person cuts off all communication with their friends or the person they're dating without zero warning or notice beforehand. What the hell? Literally, it could happen while you're seeing someone on dates. It can happen on a dating app that all of a sudden that person just deletes your app or you're talking so much and all of a sudden they stop or you're talking to a guy or a girl that you really like and you've gone on a few dates and then all of a sudden they just stop answering your text messages, which is weird. It really is weird. And I don't know why people do it. Like just be a nice person and say you're not interested anymore or like have some self-respect for yourself and respect for the person and just say, Listen, like, I'm not so into this anymore. Like, I don't understand why people have such little common decency and, like, respect for one another that they don't feel the need that they need to give an explanation or just say why they're not, not even why they're not interested anymore, just that they're not. Like, you can't just fall off the face of the earth and think that's normal and okay. So that's ghosting. The second term is zombieing. And again, according to Urban Dictionary, it's a person who cuts off all contact, but then repeatedly comes back after long absences. Literally, they come back from the dead. They are not a zombie. They ghosted you because you can't zombie without ghosting. They ghosted you. And then maybe after, I don't know, a few weeks, a month or two, they literally come back from the dead and hit you up again. This we call zombieing. Again, why are you doing this? All of a sudden, you think I'm worth your time? All of a sudden, you're lonely, you're bored, you think you want to talk to me again? If I was so horrible in the first place, why did you ghost me? And if I was so horrible, why all of a sudden are you feeling the need to come back? Literally. Again, this makes no sense, and I find it to be so mean. And, like, I don't know if, like, other people don't care or literally just... I don't know, aren't as sensitive as I am. That's the thing. I don't think I'm sensitive at all, but maybe other people would. Um, Why this happens? Like, I really don't understand. Like, it makes no sense. If I was horrible then, I'm horrible now. Or if for whatever reason you wanted to fall face of the earth then, what changed? Unclear. Very unclear. The next term is benching. And again, according to Urban Dictionary, Benching is when you start dating someone you think is nice and who has potential, but you're not crazy about them. You don't know whether to keep dating them or dump them or move on to the next. This is when benching happens. Instead of going for either of the above options, either going for it, you're not sure if you want to dump them, moving on to the next, you put your date in like a mental folder and bench them away so you can date someone else and see what else is around. Literally think of sports, and I know, weird, Cheryl's saying a sports analogy, but hear me out. You have your players on the field or on the court, and then you have the people on the bench. They're not starters. They're on the bench for a reason, and they only go in to the game when a starter gets injured or needs a break or whatever. They're not the first pick, which is sad, but true. They're not the first option. And don't you want to be someone's first option? Like, I know I would want to be someone's first option. Like, I don't I don't think that anyone wants to be a second option because that just doesn't make sense. Like, you're literally, like, put in a folder in a box on the side and, I don't know, I mean, you're, you're great, but I don't know if you're for me, so I'm just going to bring you back out whenever I feel like it because, again, apparently that's normal. 
The last term that I'm going to talk about, also a definition from Urban Dictionary, is breadcrumbing. According to Urban Dictionary, when the crush has no intentions of taking things further, but they like the attention. So they flirt here or there, send DMs or texts just to keep the person interested, knowing damn well they're staying single and they really have no interest. When I hear breadcrumbing, maybe this is only me, but you know what I think of? I think of that book or movie, that kid's book, uh, Hansel and Gretel, where literally Gretel, the girl, the smart one, leaves breadcrumbs so they don't lose their way home and how they know how to get home. Literally leaving little like clues just so she has faith that she can get herself home. That's how breadcrumbing is now. If you're a guy, if you're a girl, I don't care. It's literally the same exact thing. You're leaving little hints or little signs of how to get home. Again, this person is not a first priority for you. If you're breadcrumbing them, you're bored. You're lonely. You just want the attention. You don't really care about this person. All of these things, ghosting, zombing, benching, breadcrumbing, and I'm sure there's a million more, you do not care about the other person. All you care about is yourself, and honestly, that's really selfish. And yes, when you're a 20-something, should you be selfish? 100%. Are you the most important person in your own world? 100%. Should you always be your own biggest cheerleader and your own biggest advocate? And this is the time to be selfish. I agree with all of that 100%. But at the same time, have some common decency with the other person. If you're not interested, just say so. If you don't really like them, just say so. If you have no intention of going out with them again, don't tell them what they want to hear. Just tell them you're not interested. Like, there's no one is gaining anything from you not being honest, from them not being honest. No one here in the situation is winning. And I'm not saying every situation, everyone needs to come out a winner, but it means so much more to a person if you're actually open and honest rather than falling off the face of the earth or showing them that they're really not a first tier person and they're second string. Nobody wants to be second string in anyone's life. Again, I know I'm using a lot of sports analogies, which might sound weird for me, but I find that in dating, they really do come in handy. Like they really just are so apropos and so on point. The same way, like, if you text someone and you put it all out there and you say your piece, at that point, the ball is in their court. It is their job from then on out to decide if they want to reach out or if they want to follow through or they want to follow up. It's not your job to keep going after them. Yes, I agree. You should be bold and you should go for what you want and you should say what you want. But how many times can you be bold and, you know, go after what you want and say your piece without kind of feeling a little bit of a slap in the face because... You've literally tried and tried and tried, and this person's just telling you what you want to hear, but they have zero intention of actually following through with it. To me, I'd rather someone just be open and honest with me. And I know I'm not everybody, and I know some people, you know, they say ignorance is bliss, so they'd rather not know. I'm not like that. I'd rather know. If you're interested, amazing, great. Let's go out. Let's get to know each other. If you're not, that's totally cool. That's totally fine. That's totally okay. Don't ghost me, don't bench me, don't breadcrumb me, and definitely don't zombie me because I'm worth more than that, you're worth more than that. We all can be a little bit more of a decent human being and treat each other with mutual respect. And maybe we can then make the disaster we call dating a little bit less of a disaster. (laughs) 
And the last thing I want to talk about today is that really, I touched about, I touched upon this in the beginning. It's really crazy that it's going to be a new year, a new decade in a few days. And yes, you could be listening to this once it already is the new year, but I still think this holds really relevant. You have to remember that 2020, yes, we're literally going into a brand new decade, that 2020 won't be any different from 2019 if you continue doing the same things. I know that might sound simple and clear cut to some people, but it's not. You can't do the same thing over and over and expect different results. That just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't work that way. If you want something, you have to work really hard for it. If it's something little and small or if it's something big, like for me, a big thing that I'm going to work on this year, and again, might sound really stupid and trivial to most, that I'm going to try to hang back up my clothes right away after trying them on because I try on so many outfits before I leave my house in the morning for work, if I'm going out with friends, going anywhere, and then it literally stays on my bed until I get home that night and then I hang it all up. But I'm going to work really hard on hanging things up right after I use them. That might sound silly to some people, but it's something I want to work on. I want to do something different. But it could be big things also. It's if you really want to get into fitness and exercise more, don't tell yourself, I'm going to go to the gym four times a week because that's unrealistic to start off like that. Tell yourself you're going to go once a week, twice a week. You're going to be active 20 more minutes a week. Just something. If you want to think, if you want things to be different in 2020, don't do the same things that you did in 2019. If you want to have better friendships, then seek out better people. Get rid of anyone who's toxic. If you want to get a better job, then you know what? Put yourself out there and send out your resume. Work with a recruiter. If you want to eat better, start meal prepping. Make healthier choices. Instead of eating two donuts, eat one donut. Instead of eating chips, grab an apple. Whatever it may be, start doing different things if you want a different outcome. We are the only one who controls our life. We are the writer of our book. We are the ones who can say, okay, you know what? I'm done with this page. Next chapter. We can want more for ourselves. I think that this next year could be so magical. And I know that's a cliche word, but so magical for people if we actually reach for the stars. Again, I know I'm saying cliches, but I feel like they really run true. If we reach for what we want, if we're aggressive, because aggressive is not a bad thing. I know it has a bad connotation, but I don't think being aggressive is bad. If we're aggressive and bold and persistent, we can get whatever we want or feel that we need. Doing new things in the new year. Don't settle for things in your past. Don't settle for people treating you like you're half important. You are the most important person in your own world. What you want and what you need is the only thing that matters. Don't let people treat you like you're crap because you're not. Just remind yourself that you deserve the best because you are the best. And I really just wish everyone has a great happy new year. And I really am excited to see where this podcast can grow in the year 2020. I'm going in with open eyes and just really excited to see where it can go. So thanks for listening and I'll see you in the new year.